Welcome everyone to our 20th episode of Afro Lit. It's lit, guys. It's lit. We have reached 2 0. Wow. That is two decades. Two decades. That is double digits. That of is a that more than a teenager. In. Now on to like millennial life. Oh my god. <laughs> Afro Lit is now millennial. Literally. Right? Or maybe an adolescent. Right? I don't know. You know? But yes. But for those who don't know, my name is Equa, and I am here with the ethereal Bobo. <laughs> so we are so excited because we are here with a lovely guest. Yes. And I will let her introduce herself. Uh, oh my god. Um, my name is Zianda. I'm South African, Ooh. proudly South African. Yeah. I'm up in this big. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> So Z is a celestial being that we thought we would bring onto the show to share her perspective because I know. we yeah. are talking about home. I'm now numbered, so guys. But anyway, yeah, finally. I'll survive. <laughs> Canyons are outnumbered. Wow. I know. The world is ending. I know. L O L. But yes, we yeah. today we kind of want to get it. We wanted to get into the topic of home yeah. because. Around this season, a lot of us tend to go home Mm -hmm. or tend to experience home or have relatives come through and then who end up never leaving for five years. (laughs) Or, you know, we go home and just have just new experiences and reflect on a lot of our own personal growth. And so, yes, I just let's just hop into it, Bobo, and see, shall we? Let's do it. So. Our first question. Yes. What is home for both of you? Like, how do you define home? Well, for me, I think home, it's kind of like, it's a, it's a mixture of two things. So it is a physical place, and it's actually two physical places. Mm-hmm. So it's either between New York City and Nairobi. But within those spaces, like my relatives, so meaning my aunts, and my uncles and my cousins, they both or all need to be present in those areas mm-hmm. in order to really feel and consider it as home. Mm-hmm. Because if one of those elements are missing, I feel like it's not a complete home feeling, you know? And so, you know, they always like to say, like, home is where the heart is. Like, I don't necessarily believe that. I feel like it's more so about, like, the environment and then also the play on the people. Mm. Like, I think people truly do make the home. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's that's how I feel I define home. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been in New York for four months. Mm. So, I have... I've been home for a very long period of time and home for me is just in general I mean it doesn't even have to be family members mm. or friends for me just the people in general South African people to me mm. they remind me of home I mean I'm here with you know Bobo and you Equa and like I feel like I'm at home already oh, you know so I've just experienced that, like just the vibe of South Africans in general. That makes me feel definitely that oh, I am completely at I'm home. Um, but yeah, I so think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And do you ever feel like that could really just change the way that, like, do you think it could ever change, like, or do you think that definition stays stagnant? No, no. because even as me being in New York while I'm here I don't have I don't feel that sense of home Mm. because just in general you know like I think yeah you know New York the way people are a lot different to what they are in New York I mean in in South Africa so that's how I knew for sure that you know this wasn't necessarily a place that I need to be permanently Mm -hmm. home really is South Africa just the people I mean yeah you know we have you know our certain of course people but just in general the unison and the way people are and mm. you know just the vibe at home is just mm-hmm. amazing so what about you Bobo? yeah um 
Home for me is going to sound so corny, but I think I relate to both of you, though. Mm-hmm. Home for me is, A, I think wherever my mom is, I just feel at home. Mm-hmm. So like, Shout out mom. I know, <laughs> shout out to moms. So as soon as my mom occupies a space, like her energy is just such a like, home feel. Like even if she's mm-hmm. screaming at me mm-hmm. for the most, but like I just feel like there's a sense of comfort in that. Um, so I think home has a lot to do with like people's energies mm-hmm. um, and just like human beings in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I think home has a lot to also do with just like a sense of belonging, mm. which I don't think you necessarily will always find that just from like your place of birth, mm. you know. And I just think yeah, like home is where you don't feel like an alien, mm-hmm. basically. Like, you feel like these are my people. Like, I connect with these people. Like, we are vibrating on yeah. a similar frequency. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. And so, within that, do you feel like, because it's, like, kind of defined by two very distinct elements, do you yeah. think that that kind of creates also the emotional response you have to home? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. See, and, like, this has been... So, I haven't been back home in two years I now. Know. I wow. Know. Wow. <laughs> and on and I'm gonna sound trash for this, but honestly I'd be lying if I said I missed home. Mm, like let's well, dissect like, this. Yeah. Because like, I feel like we have such different responses yeah, to, home, yeah, to home. Like emotional responses. Yeah. Like if I knew I was going to Kenya tomorrow, I'd be so ecstatic. psyched. Like yeah. ecstatic. It's summer, it's hot, there's yeah. so much possibility, anything can happen, like I'm gonna see different sorts of people. Like, no one really knows who I am. Yeah. Like, there's no sense of, like, who I need to be, mm. in a way. So wow, I feel the opposite. <laughs> yeah, like, I really feel, like, I feel like that's why I always say, like, Nairobi is where I turn up. Because mm-hmm. I can just be anybody, and then I can leave that persona, you know? <laughs> yeah. Which is, like, good and bad. Because yeah. I guess people don't, people who I meet there may not necessarily meet the real me. Mm. But I guess it's a version of me, right? So... That's different yeah. for me. It's different. Like, I'm still different. finding my footing out here in New York. Mm, mm. And I feel like at home, everyone knows who I am. Like, be- not yeah. everyone. Oh, my goodness. Like, the whole South Africa. But, but yeah. you know, yeah. where I'm from. Like, people know who exactly mm. who I am. It's where I'm most, like, comfortable. This, yeah. You know, I don't feel the sense of having to pretend or cover up or yeah. anything or like insecure about anything at home mm. i'm i'm z this is zianda this is her you know yeah. like i don't feel the need for anything yeah. else honestly wow. it's a lot different for me you know i can turn up and like just turn up and then it's like yeah well <laughs> i'm turning up you know right. it's just me you know yeah so yeah that's how i feel that is so interesting i think i'm like on the way opposite end of the spectrum like Mm. for me when I think about which I am going home it's just like my immediate emotional response is like anxiety oh my goodness it's like just a worry Mm. it's just mostly like anxiety Mm. I feel like when I am home it is a constant performance and then I also feel like when I am home no one knows like literally it's the epitome of feeling invisible Mm. and most of that is also because like I've never had meaningful friendships back home like mm. granted I haven't lived there for my, like too long yeah. especially when I think about the percentage of my life that I've spent at home is just under like or of my conscious life is just under 20% mm. so like I've never like I've never experienced a genuine friendship in South Africa and I think like I carry those sentiments mm. I mean I went to an all girls school which was absolutely like traumatizing yeah, and imagine. just the worst space wow. ever so in the four years was it three years three years or four years that I was there I didn't make a single like meaningful friendship mm. like I had people that I hung out with mm. and I felt like every day I was it was just I was surviving it was like you Mm. try not to get dragged you Mm -hmm. know and I carry that energy with me whenever I go like I expect that energy and so I carry that like (laughs) carry that same energy yeah like the same not in a good way (laughs) 
it was never in a good way but like the same armor that i would go into that school campus with mm-hmm. i carry it with me when i step onto the plane and like that wow. you know mm. and so i feel like that also has hindered me so let me ask you a question why call it home then mm. i mean that that's literally just the vocabulary of it you know oh. that's just like the objective definition yeah it's not even like home as a feeling it's more like home as a definition yeah. like wow. a dictionary you know yeah. i honestly feel like i feel more at home in new york yeah. than i do wow. which is really sad cuz like new york is not yeah, but then again so... i also like that's relative i don't think i feel at home anywhere which is on one hand like very comforting um and on another hand like very isolating mm. Mm. Like I've always just felt like do you think you find home in people? Ooh, what a beautiful question. I do. I do. Home for me is defined by people. And that's I think a big part of why like South Africa is in home for me is because mm. I never like when in like when. Maybe when I was like in kindergarten. Like maybe then I had a friend. Yeah. Wow. Like, maybe. <laughs> wow. But, like oh where is that bitch? Who is she, you know? Mm. Um, so yeah, I don't, yeah, I think I find home in people, and so I haven't found my people in South Africa, mm. like, I don't, I don't know where they are, mm-hmm. I don't have a life there, I don't have, any, like, I don't, and I also feel like my entire life stops as soon as I get home. Really? Yeah, Interesting. like, I feel like everything stops, like, comes to a halt, like, I don't enjoy, like, I've never enjoyed December, like I've never oh, enjoyed. Oh God. <laughs> That's Let's like break the down. Time. I know, right? I, I feel know, like we're so much know. on the opposite <laughs> spectrum. We are. Like December is such a beautiful season. Time. I know, and I, I can love... see that everyone is reveling in it, and I'm just. I feel like I'm looking in from the outside. You like know, you're like, shaking the the snow globe sort of thing. Not, mm. you know, I feel like I'm like outside the gates of like heaven, like watching everyone enjoy. Yeah. And I'm just in like Oh my god. <laughs> I don't want to go in. I'm in limbo. Yeah. Wow. It's not even that like I want to go in, but there's no door. Like this, you know what I'm saying? Like there's wow. no like this I have no access to that space interesting so yeah that's basically i feel like it's so depressing it's really so not depressing. sad <laughs> it's, it's it's not just it, i guess i guess it's rel- it's like your own perception can like define whether it's depressing or not True. i just feel like i just feel like it's so different you know like yeah. it's so 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 different for me yeah like december in africa yeah how does that hey, make you guys feel like i feel like a beat i already feel a beat in my heart yeah <laughs> you know like i already know the dance move that i'm doing like yeah. december in africa like it's very i don't know like it's so it's so inviting, you know? Yeah. It's almost, like, too good to be true yeah. sometimes. Yeah. It's so warm. It's so warm. Yeah. It's like you're hugging, like, a mantle. Like, yeah. Wait, what, what, is, what is the warm? Like, why is it warm? Okay, so there's so <laughs> many levels to this. So, like, the is first the thing is definitely the, the people. I think it's also knowing, like, wow, I'm going to be in an environment where I... I'm yeah, I'm loved. Like, it's completely carefree. Like, yeah. of course... Oh. Of course, like, you know, with family, there's always, like, not always, but, like, you know, people have tension. People are people, you know, at the end of the day, whether you're family or not. Yeah. And so, like, just the absurdity of what people do and, like, just, like, seeing different people in their own environments Mm, and, like, having to navigate that. But then also knowing at the end of the day, no matter what, like, if anything were to happen, they still would have your back. You know what I mean? Like, that... I guess type of loyalty, defense, like just love barrier, yeah, yeah. just keeps everything in circle. Like even if you act crazy, even if you like get too drunk, even if you throw up, like they'll still love you know. They'll yeah. still love you. They'll still protect you. They'll guard you from any outsider. Mm. So already on that level, and then I've never lived in Kenya. Like I did live in Kenya, like yeah. when I was super young, kind of similar to you. Yeah, but. I've always, like, my mom made sure, like, I would go back, like, every two years or one year so that I could just Mm. know my family and speak the language and, like, understand that. So I grew up in New York. So New York is actually technically home in a way, right, in comparison to Nairobi. But at the same time, because all of my extended relatives are there and, like, I speak the language and, of course, like, 
when I would come back, people would refer to me as the African. I kind of made a home in yeah. Nairobi in my head, you know, mm-hmm. because yeah. everyone else would assume that it is home, right? Yeah. yeah. So, in that sense too, I feel like I get to. I don't know. I'm I'm blessed. Like I'm so lucky and grateful that I actually do know where my home is Mm -hmm. in a way I guess growing up in this society because it's like you meet you know and for lack of a better word you meet the African Americans and they don't really know necessarily where technically their roots are from you know and it's like I'm blessed enough to know like I know to like my great grandparents Uh you know like their descendants and stuff like that you know on their land and being on that land and like even visiting their grave Mm, you know yeah I do that like we have to make those journeys and those trips and like there's certain traditions that happen in that Mm -hmm. scenery too you know and even just like the like some of us we drive to like that um, the village area yes. or some of it, right? Oh and it's like, gosh. that is so fun too. <laughs> like that drive, oh my gosh, like story, the stories that have come, yeah. that have come from those trips or even True. taking the plane, you know, yeah. and like my, even my late grandparents, like even them, like the whole joy of it used to be like they would be up like all night, like making food yeah. or like just waiting for us like by the porch because they know that we're coming today, you know, yes. like today <laughs> family's arriving. Oh you're feeling so homesick I know I know like you're feeling like you see it so it's just for me like just knowing that sense of security like actually it is a sense of security like it's a barrier it's very very like protection worthy it's it's fun like everyone feels like they're in a warm environment everyone knows that they're loved everyone even if we argue and even if things happen and of course there's there's some drama there's so much love and I have a question Mm -hmm. for both of you you say um you feel loved and everyone knows that they're loved mm. but do you feel understood mm. oh. because sometimes mm. i would rather be understood than, than loved. loved i i, totally I think i feel understood because i feel like i navigate it in a way that i know that they don't need to know everything mm. about everything about me mm. if that makes sense but just i mean fundamentally understood yeah i think i'm fun- I, I feel yeah, I was gonna say that yeah. because like I come from a family that's just generally you know we're very open with one another so mm. like the dynamic the family dynamic is just you know mm. we're all about understanding one another because we know that even, you know especially in African culture that yeah. is something that is a rarity mm-hmm. we do not you know open parents up. no yeah. you don't open up you know your parents you know, you should not be involved in your parents, you know, personal mm, lives. Right. And vice versa. So with me, you know, my parents have made that a fundamental thing in our family where it's like, you know, we are open to everything. Yeah. And, you know, you need to be open with us as well. And it's just become something where it's like a staple thing. So mm-hmm. for me, I do feel completely loved. And also just so understood and I think that's exactly why I mean it plays a huge role in why Mm. it's home Mm. for me you know Mm -hmm. I mean you know I can completely relate to what you were saying Mm -hmm. Equa about um, everything you were saying about you know just how it is at home and everything but also it's just for me I mean I've I've only been out here for a short period of time so that is all I've ever really known home is really all I've ever really known so it's really difficult for me to sort of shift views as well so Mm. like i could never be able to feel at home anywhere else right now when i've only been four months in yeah you know you know what i mean so yeah definitely that's exactly how i'm that's exactly how my that's my take on it right now you know Mm. there's that familiarity that is so deep Mm. that i don't know if it could be shaken at this point so I want to get into the root of your anxieties, mm. though. <laughs> like, let's go in, Okay, yes, therapist. Let's go in. Yes, so therapist. you definitely, you said that, you know, you'd rather feel understood than loved. But at the same time, do you feel like you understand, like, your family? And, mm. like, make the effort to Ooh, do that? That's a good question. Yes, that is such a beautiful question. Um... Again, I feel like I don't know where the door is to, like, all of this. I feel like I'm... 
Well, I do feel like there's an imbalance. I feel like I do understand them more than they understand me. And that's just by mm. virtue of, like, the scope of life that we've lived. So I feel like I've seen, like, on a global perspective, like, I know that I've seen more and, like, have experienced different types of, of people. Of course, yeah. And that was a factor. They, yeah. Whereas I feel like they have experienced a very limited you know like type of human being so they can't understand anything outside of that type mm. of human being whereas i feel like my scope is includes their human being and my like everything that i've experienced so i feel like that disconnect i don't think they necessarily could even like and i sound so arrogant like i'm not saying like i'm smarter than everyone. no, no but it's just like I think, like, there's just a disconnect in, like, our scope of, like, life and perception mm. and experiences. And that just creates a rift in how much of me they can understand. It's like, even if I were to draw a blueprint, you know? If I were to, like, mm. draw you a blueprint of, like, how to build an airplane, if you've never even stepped into that realm, like, that blueprint still won't make sense. You know what I mean? Mm. That's how I sort of feel in that way i know that i'm very loved like definitely yeah and that and like i feel that but i just don't think that's like love is just not enough as far as like belonging and like you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so like yeah do you guys like how do you i don't know like how do you guys navigate like even if it's something as small as like your feminist views versus like traditional family views how do you guys navigate that I mean, I know that there's certain conversations that I'm just never going to have yeah, with same. certain people. Yeah. I mean, and I'll use this as an example. One of my older uncles, bless him, he, like, because usually the way that our schedule works is that, or at least when I go to um, Kenya, is that we'll spend yeah. Christmas in where my grandparents are laid to rest, and then New Year's, everyone can come back and do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. So whether you want to come back to Nairobi and turn up, whether you want to go to, like, the coastal area, Mombasa, yeah, like, the choice is kind of yours, and, like, you and your cousins can, the younger Musumbas can figure it out, and, like, yeah. the older Musumbas can figure it out. So one year, I think I came back, and, um, like, the rest of my family decided to come back. And my older uncle, like, I had makeup on. And he was like, Equa wears makeup? Mm. You know, to my mom. And my mom was like, Equa is 21. (laughs) Like, she is a grown, yeah, she's a grown girl, you know? And, like, I could tell he was shook. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Like, he was like, whoa, like, these are cheap. You know, like, she's a chick I'll see on TV or something. You know what I mean? Like, he'll just see me, like, around the, like, it just completely rocked his world. And so I don't know, like, at first I got so angry because I was like, who the hell is he, like, to yeah. say anything? But then at the same time, it's just like, wow, he's never viewed me in that space. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So it's you like, feel me. You feel I me. have to just allow him to just see me in that space and, like, accept it. Like, he has to accept it yeah. and I'll accept it, you know? And so I can't mm-hmm. get angry or judge him for, like, because thinking he's never yeah thinking that yeah. way because he's never even seen you know it's like seeing a new species like yeah. he's never seen it before yeah so it's like that was his immediate reaction yeah, yeah. like yeah but like you know what I'm about to say is also just gonna link with like something that I really wanted to ask you about mm-hmm. about yeah. you know what you just said like for example with me how I navigate with it I mean. I think I'm just because I'm so defiant in general. Like yeah. I'm a fiery little human being. Yeah, <laughs> get to know like, Z guys. <laughs> um, like I love it. When I first started having boyfriends, and I mean, I you know, I had a lot of you know Caucasian friends. Who just, <laughs> I love how she's Caucasian. Caucasian. Just Caucasian <laughs> friends who were just you know like bringing their boyfriends home. True. Yeah. And everything, and I was just like, you know what? This is the life. <laughs> everybody else is doing it everyone's doing it you know and you know it's such a conducive way of communicating with your parents yeah and I was just like you know what mom dad like I was the first person to bring it up I mean I'm the first you know the Mm. oldest daughter I was just like you know I didn't bring it up but I was just like you know this is 
this is how I want to be with yeah. you. Mm. This is how I need things to be. Yeah. And I need you I to like be this. open with that. I love yeah. it. And I really need you to just understand that, you know, at the end of the day, there's so many, I've heard so many horror stories about girls, especially, you know, there's four girls in my, you know, my parents have four girls, bless yeah. me, shame. But, <laughs> shame, you dead. know, they have four girls and girls sneak mm-hmm. and do all sorts of crap. Mm. And it could yeah. be dangerous sometimes. Yeah. And I've definitely been one of those. Yeah. And yes. I think back to like if something had happened, there would I probably would have just died because no one would have even like could have even fathomed it. Mm. You know? Because mm. they're so disconnected from my life. Yeah, yeah. and I can th- this is exactly what I wanted to ask yeah, you, you know. So like right. I was saying I was thinking just now, you know, because I mean I initiated this and I I found out so much stuff about my my parents and their yeah. childhood mm. and just how they navigated through you know with with their parents mm, and all yeah. sorts of things mm, like that. Mm. My question really is to you, you know, what if you know you I mean you say you know you know how your parents are and you know everything but what if they're hiding this oh. huge thing, you know, what if they're hiding this other side of them because they're also just trying to protect you or yeah. something you know what i mean like you the baby girl like what if you know you out there come out there like yo this is you know i'm not necessarily you know tell them everything yeah but, but just you know, shake it up that, yeah like oh give that open space of yeah. just like you know what i'll have an open, open discussion what if they open with you, you know it could surprise you like what if they just try Word. to protect you you know i know i do i because i'm the baby i'm the i'm on the opposite end i'm the baby of the family mm. so i and I feel that, like, everyone still sees me as, like, the baby, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so, like, I know that everyone wants to protect people, like, coddle me and want to protect me. And, like, oh, my God, we have to. She's our precious little baby. Yeah. And I think that also, that idea of the baby just does create, like, a divide. But I also know that I'm not doing anything about it because that's not, that's another issue. Like, yeah. being vulnerable for me is not my aesthetic, mm-hmm. you know? Like... Mm-hmm. That's something I have to work on in all facets of my life. Mm -hmm. But particularly, like, that would, to me, would probably be peak vulnerability. Like, that, to to me, just, like, show, like, not performing. Yeah. Would be so vulnerable. And I've also, like, you know, like, I'm a Gemini. Like, I'm good at, you know, like, being different people. Like, I'm, I, I, I accommodate humans. Like, mm. I do that so much mm. that, like, I don't even know how much of my life is a performance anymore. Yeah. But I just know that, like, when I feel like I'm constantly performing, I feel so, like, isolated. And I feel like, I don't know, I feel like trash. Like, it feels Doesn't like it it's get the exhausting? worst. It is. Yeah. And I'm an introvert, so you, can, you can't even begin to understand i'm tired (laughs) like it's so exhausting but i don't i don't know like i literally i feel like i i don't know maybe i do know but i just it's such a concept like i love how you guys are like yeah i'm close like with the fam yeah that is a concept to Mm. me like it's such I don't know, like... I guess also, in a sense, I have no other way, right? Because I'm not close with my dad's side, and I'm the only child. Mm. So, like, I feel like I had no other choice but to be close with my cousins, and, like, my cousins become a part of my family, and even my friends become a part of my family. And so even when I do go out in Kenya, like, I'm always making friends. I'm always talking to new people. See, that I don't do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I just... I know that I have no other choice, right? Because, like, I don't want... I don't like being alone. Like, I don't want to be alone, you know? So it's like, I want to go out. I want to have a good time. So I'm going to make friends. And maybe if they're not my best... You know, they're not my best friends or whatever. But they're still there. They're still... They'll give me their number. I can call them. We can go out. We can eat. We can enjoy. You know, we're we're from that same base culture. So they understand certain things. I understand certain things, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just... Yeah, it's just different. But I also feel like, let me just segue yeah. into this. There's also just like cultural habits mm-hmm. that just kill me. So I know in South Africa. Yeah, talk about it. Let's Ooh, talk about it. This And actually in a lot of African cultures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This dragging, 
dragon culture is not yeah. just limited to Twitter. It is very prevalent <laughs> in African households. Drags, Let me tell you. I don't know if Africans don't believe in self-esteem. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if to them that's just a mythical tale. <laughs> but there's just this culture of like, and this irks me so much. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know me, you know how much I hate like judgmental people. Yeah. And this to me is like the epitome. But there's this culture of like, oh my God, you are so fat. Mm-hmm. What <laughs> happened to you? Oh my God, why do you look like... This yeah. culture of like everyone feeling entitled to your appearance, to your space. Like, yeah. I can just come in. Like, mm. I don't know if people, if culturally we don't see people as emotional human beings. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's just True. like no regard for people's feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it irks me so much that anyone could even have the arrogance and audacity to open their mouth and comment on my weight like what Mm. and that's another like that's a huge part of like the anxiety of going Mm. back home just knowing that it's just gonna be every 10 minutes can you stop talking about my weight can you stop commenting Mm. can you not call me fat publicly Mm -hmm. can you know Mm. like every 10 minutes fat nah when I just I'm tired just thinking about like, like <laughs> yeah. having to do that. Wow. Like know? dissect this experience to me because I I mean of course I've just experienced it on like a small degree, mm-hmm. but it's just like oh you've gotten so big you know what I mean but like that not like me so much. Is that not yeah that much? It, yeah it, it didn't because it wasn't like like obviously you know like they're my family like I don't you know obviously they're not gonna be like wow you're obese you're unhealthy you know what I mean like they're not going to say that. Or if even if they say that, they mean it in like a way that's like, like oh, okay, you're happy, you're eating, yeah, you're like healthy. do, yeah, or like oh, you're gonna do better, you know, get into sport, you know, like you're yeah. gonna. What happened to basketball? You know, like no. are you gonna get back into it? Like though the the way that they'll frame it, I'll never feel like oh, he's attacking me, you know. Wow. Like I don't wow, feel, what a that is yeah, so I don't, I don't really feel attacked by my family. And even if I did, like I think because the makeup comment did really offend me. But then I spoke to my mom about it, and she was like, "You want me to talk to your uncle?" And I was like, "Yeah." So then she talked to him, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, hmm. don't bring that up with Equa. Like she doesn't like wow. that, you know." And it was just, it was a quick thing, you know. And he was yeah. like, "I," and that's when we had that conversation. He was just like, "I've never seen you in that light. Like I always just remember you as being like this tiny baby." that I would hold you know so it's like that's and then I get I got it you know I clocked it I was like oh Mm -hmm. this is the first time he's seeing someone that he knows as a baby Mm -hmm. as a girl because he only has sons well he hasn't a daughter but a way older daughter yeah and you know this is the first time he's seeing someone a girl as a baby someone that he called like his daughter Mm -hmm. like in a way that's like oh my gosh you know like she's going out into this world yeah you know, with all these crazy people, all these crazy guys. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, okay, it's like this, that. you know yeah. what I mean? And it's like, wow, she's beautiful. Like, I have to, pre- you know, it's like yeah. that guy mentality. Like, I have to protect yeah. at all costs. So, mm-hmm. for me, it was not, not the like reason. That. Yeah, because it wasn't, I never, I never took it that deep, you know? So, I guess my question to both of you is like, is it because the way that society sets it up, sets it mm-hmm. up yeah. that it's now, you know, you feel personally attacked or do you think it's just a construct that maybe you have? But I mean, like, for example, sorry. Yeah. I mean, like, mm. it's, it, there's a different thing where it's like, oh my goodness, Z, you've grown. Like, in the sense of like, oh my God, like, you're, you're a baby last yeah. time I saw yeah. you, like, all of a sudden you're like, tall and big and oh my God, yeah. you wear like, makeup. Like, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Oh my God. There's a huge difference. But when you're like, especially, I mean, it, it does play a role with like mm. how society has, you know, set it constructed, up. Yeah. you know, body image in general, it will obviously personally affect me. But like, just to, you know, something, somewhere where someone's saying to you, like, oh my gosh, like you're fatter than what you were when I last saw you. Wow. Yeah. That is incredibly uncomfortable. That, that's just so, not a, yeah. that's yeah. really so, not a nice and pleasing environment to be in it's incredibly yeah. negative especially if you're someone who in general is like constantly thinking about your weight of yes. and then on top of that like 
you know, having to be reminded by your loved ones, especially your loved ones, yeah. you're not supposed to be attacked. Exactly. Ever. If it was coming from a random scrap from the side of the... I would not care because <laughs> yeah, you're right. But definitely. this is like someone who sub- allegedly loves me. So if you love me, why don't you love my emotional well-being? Yeah, no. Mm. Like, why don't you care for, like... That is my Yeah. Does that trickle into other factors? So, like, let's say you're at the dinner table and, like, you're serving yourself. It's like, oh, you're going to eat that much? That yes. happens all the time. <gasps> Oh, I've even what? been called an elephant at the dinner table. <gasps> what? Just I think that yeah. I think the gravity of weight. <laughs> South Africa can miss me, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> the way I love y'all, but y'all, y'all. I know, I y'all. Know. I think that the. I don't know why, but I do think as a country, I think we have the most obsession with weight more than I've seen anywhere else, mm-hmm. honestly. And this image, and maybe it's just Joe in Cape Town, but mm. I think our obsession with weight is, I, I have, even in LA, people are not as obsessed with their weight really? as like South Africans are. Yeah, because what I found for me, like I genuinely grew up my whole life thinking I was like overweight. Like I really thought there was something wrong with me and like, what am I going to do? Yeah. Because... I genuinely felt like I'm not I genuinely felt like if you're not a size zero then you actually are obese and like you have to do like because that's how we've set it up yeah Yeah. we haven't like set it up as a health thing we equate like the anorexic models you see in magazines is healthy and mm, anything wow. else. Which is wild because we're African. So yeah. we naturally no. have a And so they have a whole society of people genuinely believing. And like South Africa people has like Bonang who literally starve themselves to look the way they do. Mm. And you just know like this bitch is not healthy. Like she's starving herself. Like that's not her natural wow. way, you know? or get like plastic surgery now, yeah you know? and they go you know and that that is how we get your set ribs up. removed mm-hmm. yeah and so of course people shame each other and like i just wow. feel like that is such a prevalent source like that's just such a prevalent thing that i feel when i'm home like wow. constant constant i feel like i walk into a room and every, everyone's immediately judging sizing up like is it so for men or women more? More women. Yeah. Whoa. Definitely more women. Really? Like men like mind their own business really for <laughs> Or it's just like with men it's like, oh, hmm, she's kind of fuckable. But with women it's <laughs> such a like, oh, her skin's gotten worse. Oh, and she's fat. And like it's so, I don't know why we're so obsessed yeah. with Wait, I don't know if that's been your experience. I mean, it has definitely, but that's also just because, you know, Johannesburg and, like, Cape Town, for example, like, a very westernized kind of, you know, mentality. But, like, in the Eastern Cape, for example, Mm -hmm. like, if my grandparents say that, you know, like... I'm I'm very conscious about, like, eating and everything like that. They know Mm, that. They know how, like, crazy I am about what goes into my system yeah how i'm working out and all sorts of things like that so like when they really say something like that like i know that there's something severely wrong with my body at that moment in time wow so they know like how it is but they'll be like oh my god you you don't oh you're gaining weight like that i'll know that okay i need to like i need to go back like i'm genuinely like i'm gaining weight because they know how crazy i am about like eating yeah but like in Johannesburg and those places where you're primarily from, yeah, you know that is like weight gain is like a big like it's issue. Seen, it's see, like if you gain weight, you might just kill yourself. Yeah. Whoa. That just like just jump off a bridge. Yeah. Like that's how bad it's perceived. Yeah. Wow. Like to not be a size double zero is pers- is ba- You might as well be homeless. Mm. Wow. Like that's and so it's interesting like the issue of body image, um, and like how that like plays out mm. in different cultures and things. Mm. And what I've seen is that it like body image is so so dependent on environment mm. because you could grow up perfectly normal, healthy, and let's say we take one body size, one body type. Mm-hmm. And who's perfectly normal and healthy, like you are a size, you're the size that you are supposed to be. Yeah. 
in South Africa, it could be you will literally come to believe that you are overweight and yeah. about to be obese because wow. everyone is constantly telling you. And in the US, you'll be told like, "Oh, lit! Like you look amazing." Yeah. And so I think there's this idea of like body image is a numbers thing. Like it's like a I don't know. I think there's this. I think like the the conversation about, about body image just needs to be more nuanced because it's not just like. And do you think it's the media that's perpetuating this, or it's just been something yeah, that has just been inherent hmm. from like generation to generation? So like, your you know your family's grandparents they told it to their kids, and then your parents are telling it to you because that's what, all they've interacted with their family. Yeah. I think it's a lot. I think it's mostly we're just really colonial. Like, as black people. Mm. <laughs> I think really? We just, yeah, we really haven't decolonized. No. But I feel all. like that's where we differ because I feel like in Kenya, like, yeah, there's a health craze, but it's not to the extent, like, oh, your fam. And maybe this is just my own personal experience. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. they're not going to call me out just because of my weight. You know, like, wow, what they're going to look. Wow. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to look at me. Like, unless it's like, it's obvious, like, okay, yeah. maybe I have gained like several right. kilos. But like, if it's just like, oh, okay, no, she's a woman now, you know, mm-hmm. like, she's not 17 anymore. Yeah, yeah. She's 23. You know, like, they're going to weigh it in regards to where I am in life. Yeah. yeah. You know, and like, I get that. And also, there's also this prevalence, oh, and I find this more maybe in like, the rural area where it's like if you have like meat meat you have money like you're yeah yeah, like you're good like you can even tell like yeah all the skinny guys like kind of want the like heavy set girl because then it's like okay maybe she comes from like a richer family or yeah she's happier you know life is good yeah in the sense this is why i was saying that it's like more for me like in a westernized kind of yeah you're right in your environment yeah okay town like you know, in the Eastern Cape, for example, and where, you know, the rural areas are primarily, that, like, you know, when you gain weight, like, to the men, that's like, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, hi. Hi. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, keep in mind that this is also just, you know, a lot of this, you know, yeah. this kind of, I don't know, not what is this sense? Like, not hatred, but like, all of these opinions come mm. from women mm. most of the time. Yeah. So no, it's, you know, men like their meat, but it's also, you know, women <laughs> yeah. are women the way that we just, we bash we one another. My yeah. question to both of you is, do you ever feel like you could defend yourself? Like you could be like, no, I haven't gained weight. Uh, or does I that now open like, Pandora's box? I don't know. I think it's like... Like, to clap back. It's like, oh, I've gained weight? Well, your son is retarded. <laughs> oh, Let my me God. take that back. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Okay, no offense. No offense. No offense. No offense. I didn't mean to like that. But it's like... You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, like, like a clap back. Yeah, like a clap back season. Yeah, 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 I feel you. You know? Oh, my gosh. No, please, no I offense mean, to anyone. Anyway. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> Sorry. I could... I mean, it's like... I don't know. It just doesn't hold the same. It's like kind of how if... You call if a white person calls you a nigga and you're like yeah but you're a cracker it's kind it's kind of that thing uh-huh. uh-huh like the gravity because you know the the structure of society that they live in like <laughs> to them you genuinely are obese yeah you could be a size two but to them you genuinely you really are gen- and they are genuinely disgusted by your existence like it's it's like a I don't know. I I feel by your existence. Yeah, like I genuinely feel so many times that like people are just disgusted by me. Like they just are so like how dare they? Like I just like feel. I think that is part of like the anxiety. Like Mm. in New York, I feel so like celebrated. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like I literally I walk around and it's like I'll see another black girl and we'll be like, yes, bitch, you're a snack. Yes, bitch, you. I've never felt that in South Africa. Wow. I've more so I felt just disgust and like, ew. Like, that's how you... Wow. I remember once a cousin of mine being like... Older or younger? A cousin that you actually know. Being like... <laughs> I know. Being like... You've been in the US all this time and you still look like that? Oh my lord. Dare You know... <laughs> Anyway. Which is hilarious. <laughs> anyway. 
which is you know but it's like imagine hearing that constantly like const and it's like i know a lot of people listening will be like bitch this is this is not this is a non-issue like this is image like who the fuck cares but it's like actually the self-esteem of a young black girl is probably yeah. the top three most important things mm. that should be nurtured and nourished yes. Amen. and i feel like that's also why i'm so insistent on like making people feel good on my platforms uh-huh. and like uplifting them because i feel like once you make especially a black girl feel disgusting that idea translates to other facets of her life and i saw that to me i mean i imagine dropping out i remember dropping out of ballet in grade three because i was genuinely made to feel like my thighs were too big you know Mm. or genuinely made to feel like this isn't for your type of people you know like i remember like not doing things Mm. because of just genuinely like being made to feel like this isn't for you like this isn't your space like you're disgusted like you're not one of you know and I just feel like there's like that. Wow, I feel like I'm really like letting all of it out. Yeah, let's go. The, yeah, like I, I feel like that is the... And maybe also, again, I also take responsibility for it. Because I feel like I've carried the mm. energy and like, you know, the energy of like my past experiences mm. into my new ones. Which just means I'm recreating old experiences yeah. instead of like... Going into every situation with a clean slate, yeah. you know, and like with higher expectations and highest, that you know. So that's also something that I'm going to do. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah I was gonna say that we don't recreate old experiences no. anymore. No, we create new ones that we actually new desire. New ones, new ones for sure. And yeah. I think you bring up a lot of different points because I feel like. And, you know, this is very specific to, like, your, you know, your both your countries and maybe not specific to, like, both your families. Mm-hmm. But one yeah. thing I think is certain is that, like, you know, you are, maybe you're not in control of your evolution, but you're definitely, you, you have to take the responsibility for it, you right. know? And so, yeah. like, the fact that you already admitted that maybe you have, you know, in a way, just, like, I've been just by, yeah, yeah, like you haven't, you know, you haven't perpetuated that space mm-hmm. yeah. to, that's the yeah, that's the first step. So I guess my question to you is like, how are you going to do that? I know. A, I'm going to actually make an effort to like meet people. Okay. Like I'm going to, I feel like I'm always just like in the house and like surrounded by negative energy or whatever. Mm-hmm. But now, like I'm actually going to... If I can't find positive energy, I'm just going to create it. Mm-hmm. And, like, the people will come to it, you know? Like, mm-hmm. positive people will be attracted to that. Definitely. Um. So, yeah, I'm going to make, like, a conscious, actual effort to, like, meet people mm-hmm. on my wavelength. Mm-hmm. Um, just, like, do things, even, like, collaborations, like, you know? Yeah like not like literally I just, I'm just gonna create a whole new ass existence reality space mm-hmm. you know I like that instead of like reliving the old one I Definitely. like, over and over, like, I like nah. that and how I feel like because you know is this the first time you're away from your family for Christmas yeah, yeah. how are you adjusting yeah how are you yeah how are you gonna navigate that too? like right now mm-hmm. I mean my homesickness hasn't settled you know to that point where i'm like in shambles yeah of course um but i do keep a lot of you know a lot of the things i do at home i still do quite often just to sort of like you know remind me like home like for example you know i've been like listening to a lot of the music my mom listens to yeah i call my family quite a lot um i'm keeping busy um get going home it's going to be very emotional incredibly Mm. emotional Mm. um when i eventually go home i think like i'm ready to do it like right now but yeah when when that time really comes like Mm -hmm. i'll genuinely be really proud of myself for like just enjoying what i've enjoyed here in new york for such a long period of time Mm. but i mean this is also just me adulting as well right you know like i'm like 
this is what it, it this is what it is to be away from home right you know right. and like yeah so that's currently how I'm feeling right now like mm-hmm. I'm still good mm-hmm. but I do miss lots of facets of home that mm-hmm. like I wish I could have back right mm-hmm. now but yeah and I think that's a beautiful thing too in a way to yeah. like just kind of describe the like multi the multiplexes and mm-hmm. the nuanceness of mm-hmm. just being an African individual because yeah. mm. it's like you know we grow up in one area yeah. and then we have to move to certain areas just whether it's for like opportunity yeah. or just you know to experience just like a different place or whatever and like that experience of also like you know now you're coming here and you're considered black you know people don't see you as like oh south african girl you know they see you as like black girl (laughs) and it's like dealing with that whole like transition and that cultural shock is already different than to experience now a season where everyone's like so family oriented and buying presents and you know new york can get a can be a lonely place in that sense Mm -hmm. you know like because around this season it's a lot of tourists who are just coming to experience like the holidays quote unquote with their families families, you know and they're not really they're barred in that sense it's like they want to stick with their families they don't want to go out and like Mm -hmm. be out and whatever whereas at the same time i still feel like i still feel that this is a great way to Mm self-explore too and really learn how you are because um last year or not was it last year or think two years ago when I went in December my cousin couldn't come because he was studying in China Mm. and so he was really sad you know because it's like completely different culture Mm. everyone who's usually not home is in Kenya so he's not getting to experience that and so he was just I could feel the depression on him and one thing I definitely made sure to tell him was that we're gonna be back in the season a and B, you are growing so much in the season mm-hmm. two. So even when you return to us, you're not going to be the same guy no. that we once knew. And, like, you're going to have to teach us so much. Yeah. And, like, that's going to be awesome, too. Because yeah. now you're teaching people that, you know, genuinely love you and are open to you and yeah. want to learn so from what you know, you know? Yeah. And, like, that's also another story in itself. Like, yes, it all is. the stories that you're that building. Feel, yeah, they're the dying. Also telling now you've got your trauma. Exactly. You know? exactly. And I find a lot of comfort in that. And I cannot wait to tell them, like, what I've what I've learned out here in New York by my lonesome by myself you know which is a huge thing like you ventured onto another continent in your own merit by myself by yourself by yourself you know and like navigating that cycle and I think that that's also the beauty of being like a woman the beauty of just like being a black woman understanding you know both cultures being Mm. open to both cultures because that's the other thing too like i feel like (laughs) as africans we have to learn how to adapt man we We have no choice but to be open-minded when it comes to culture whether we kind of like it or not you know know. like people would just be like oh dance the hip-hop dance you know just because you look like who you look like you know or it's like oh like you know like just like certain stigmas of what it means to be African to like what does African sound like you know just dealing with those questions so in the same spectrum like you know when you go back home and you feel kind of isolated in that way it's kind of on the same flip side of that where it's like you're here you're isolated because no one you know is here but it's like now like are you going to perform to the standard they think Mm. you are or are you just going to have to defend definitely and be true to self yeah I hear you Oh my god, I love it. Thank you for those gems, Oprah. I know. Yes. That was not even me. That was like the universe movement spirit. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, on that note, I do feel like I want us to close in the sense that understanding that, you know, this time it's so... Because you know what's so beautiful? Like, you know, the holidays come and then it's like Christmas is like one day and then like New Year's is the next day. I know. You know, it's like you have three days to recalibrate kind of between the three. So I kind of want to know like what 
your you know what what are we manifesting like what Ooh, are I we love this. what are we doing so. for 2018 what's the move 2018 oh my gosh no. wow i mean you're I, opening it in new york city this man this is so crazy right. the best city um i mean this has been something that i've probably had on my list for years and years and years but i think this yeah because i'm alone out here I genuinely need to actually just get with the program. I need... You said this yesterday. What do you mean by get with the program? Get with the program is just like... I've written this program, set out this huge-ass program, you know, like this... This, this schedule, this... <laughs> yeah. I this see a TV, thing. I don't know why. <laughs> you see a TV? <laughs> no, I just mean like, you know, I have everything jotted down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need to follow what's been jotted down. It's mm. about time. That I need to do everything mm-hmm. that I'm saying I need to do, mm-hmm. or whatever you I know. Like I need yeah. to follow that. You know, a lot of. I mean, I I've always done that where I procrastinate something mm-hmm. for whatever the case may be. But this is about time where, you know, this sounds so corny, but I genuinely need to find. I need to love myself wholly, mm-hmm. like just. Yes. completely it sounds really corny but you know i've really just i've given a lot um of myself to people that are undeserving Mm -hmm. and i haven't really realized my full value and Mm. it's my full quality um and i just need to really you know before i let any other human being really i mean not you know other people in my life but i mean you know Romantically, um, I need to just focus really primarily on myself right now and keep building myself up. I think that's what I'm sort of, yeah. that's what I'm going to 2018 with right now. And that it's a journey. Mentality. It is. It is, definitely. But it's, I'm starting now. Exactly. Like, I'm not, I'm no longer procrastinating. I love like it. That. Wait, how you start? Like, what's step one? Oh my gosh. Step one, change my hair. I'm ready. I'm yes. ready. <laughs> I know no. you have talked about that. So do I know. it. I have. I now mean, you have to do it. I think I just want to shed. Like I'm shedding. Like I'm a snake Ooh, right now. Yeah, I, I like that. that. So devious. No, <laughs> but I, love I know the snake. way that we think of snakes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> when you think it, no, but it's fine. I get it though. I see yeah, the vision. No. I see the vision. You know, I'm shedding. I'm yes, shedding right yes, now. Yes. You know, taking off the old skin mm-hmm. and. Um, Hopefully, you know, well, I mean, no, not hopefully, I'm doing it. It is, yeah. as it is. It is. Speaking yeah. it into existence. Yes. Yes. Um, and, you know, I get out on the other side of 2018, and mm. I don't really know what the step is after that, honestly. Mm. But I just know that it has to be done. Yeah. yeah. Just no longer allowing No, self love opens so many doors. It really, it really does. does. Like, and unexpected doors as well yeah. they just don't know they just open yeah right so right what about you boa um oh i relate to that so much the mm-hmm. idea of shedding skin mm-hmm. i also feel like i'm shedding old skin old uh, 2017 has just been shedding shedding old skin old ways old mm-hmm. habits mm-hmm. and allowing the new to emerge love um i'm also in a stage of like looking for a new look Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, hair-wise, I really want to do bangs, like something like funky and new. Mm-hmm. Um, so that too. I always, I feel like when I'm going through a new like emergence, I always want to express it like physically yeah. and aesthetically. Feel. Um, and then also like I also want to practice because I've started doing this with romance, and it's made the biggest difference. Um. Like, not recreating and reliving old habits, old belief systems, old ideas. Because I feel like I was constantly in the space of, like, niggas ain't shit, men are trash. And, yeah. like, expecting, <laughs> <laughs> and expecting old men that I meet to be trash. And, yeah, system, systematically, men are still trash. Yes. <laughs> but... <laughs> 
<laughs> now <laughs> when I meet a guy like I meet him with a clean slate like I yeah. don't come with mm. old preconceived notions I don't come with old ideas I don't come with old baggage like oh, I odd. just like you know and since I haven't met a trash nigga and mm. it's been since October so true I'm applying wow. that true. energy <laughs> keep that same energy literally I'm applying that energy to all facets of my life like my vortex right now just doesn't allow trashness. Yes, mm. amen. I like that. Yeah, Love. and then vulnerability. Those are my top three like mm-hmm. things. I'm gonna be more vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I'm shooting my shot, by the way. <laughs> Vogel might die in 2018. Me, I know. No, she's not. Oh my god, what am I saying? Wow. No, we're not doing <laughs> that. But like, yeah, Thank shooting you. shots. Uh, she'll you. let us. She'll let you guys know how that yeah. goes. Us, I'm gonna Z find and I on the you side. On we're about to just Thanks. keep Instagram lurking. Chivalry. <laughs> chivalry is nothing. I know. I mean, chivalry can die. Yeah. We'll talk. About, that'll be like part two of this episode. But Good. I do think that. Yeah. No, we can't do all of that. I wow. believe I believe in you though. I yeah. believe that you will get yeah. your David. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever. David. Whatever David, that means. You know? If, no. Bobo knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> when you find me, if you guys know of a potential for me to shoot my shot, just like let me know. Wow. I'm looking for Afro-lit a nigga to shoot subscribers. My we have reached a new peak of trust. <laughs> We love y'all you know, so much. I haven't had a crush much. in like six years, like a proper wow. crush. I haven't crushed on anyone like properly. Crushes are really? difficult, fam. Do you really want to crush been on six someone? Years do you? Since but I genuinely, genuinely ask yourself, someone. like, do you? Is your heart, I'm like ready. your soul, ready? I'm so ready to crush? No, he needs to crush on me too. Yeah, yeah no, like I'm trying to love. It needs to be re- like I'm trying to crush mutual. on you, crush on me. No, but like sometimes it's not always like that. And she's just saying she wants to have a crush. Period. No, you see. Yeah. So you need to I claim. Are you trying to have I a crush? I want to experience both. I need to experience both mutual. I need to experience okay. rejection. You know, I need to experience Woo! the full totality of life. <laughs> Fire, fire, you know, reciprocate. You know. Honestly, no, no I get I'm ready for a nigga. I'm ready from, for though. a nigga to be like, nah, no thanks. I'm because I want to know that you. I can experience that and live, and like I'll still be alive. No, but you've gone through so much romantically no, no, in general. Don't you feel like that's rejection in itself? <laughs> no, no. I'm yeah, feeling but very. I don't. Pro- I'm getting personal. I know. Like, I'm, I'm triggered. I'm actually triggered. Nah, no thanks. Nah, no thanks. No, no. I'm very triggered, but I I want to. I've never experienced like pure just like no and i just want to know i feel like if i can't experience it like that, that no one oh, says it nigga, like that you don't know these niggas maybe because oh, i don't see, i'm not no if i can live through i say that, not to nah, myself anything else <laughs> you can't live like I, you can you can live through that no but, we can no but I'm not it's about just to not, put myself through such. I've been no. through so much enough already. I know. One time experience Shout out that. to my exes. Y'all are trash. Hey! You made it on Afrolit. Hey, <laughs> you made it on Afrolit. You've already won. You I won the internet. Don't now, worry. Now, once I experience rejection, it's over for you hoes. It's over. <laughs> But on that I think for me I just want to keep that this same energy like yes. I want to you know continue to vibrate higher continue mm, to love. let go of all the barriers of love that I'm blocking myself I can't mm. remember the exact roomy quote but when Nadia said it I just felt away mm. you know and shout out to everyone who came to the Afrolit dinner but yeah uh, we had a dinner guys yeah you'll be invited I know maybe we'll see we'll see <laughs> We still love you. Um, so yeah, just keeping that and just allowing my goals to manifest in the way that they are supposed to manifest because I feel like mm. I love to control the how and I need yes, to let do. go of the how and just focused on like what okay. the end result. It's like, okay, I'm trying to be a media mogul. Okay, I can, like, I can do that and I don't need to really focus on the how. I just need to continue being cons- consistently yeah. saying and doing things that media moguls do. Yeah. And so within that framework, it will come to pass, you know? Yeah. And just definitely praying more, mm-hmm. like, loving God more, trusting, like, yeah, and just continuing this momentum that I've built, you know, and letting the 
the harvest kind of happen because mm. all the seeds have been planted and they've been watered and you know like i know and it's built combustion like something mm. has to take off like i know I, I know it for a fact so it's just about again keeping that energy so i'm excited i'm excited for all, snaps, snaps um, for all of us i'm really grateful and thankful for all the time that we get to spend it's and so too. yes and the um, newbie i, I like know I'm you home. are oh you are this is home afrolit is home <laughs> right like is. talking to all of yeah. you makes us feel so alive like i always i enjoy Literally. i enjoy our conversations no. so much always so on that note, thank yeah. you all for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Stay tuned for more episodes. We're also on Twitter. If you have any comments, questions on what it means to go home, what's your experience going back home, December mm-hmm. in Africa, yeah. what that experience is like for you. And yeah, let us know if you want to hear more from Z, you want to get to know Z. Yes. yes. Where can we all find, find you? you. Um, oh well, oh goodness, I just started Twitter. I'm a newbie, oh my goodness. Tweet at her, guys. I finally gained, you know, the mental and emotional strength for Twitter. Yes. So, you can follow me at Zimnyakam. Gosh, it will be yeah it will be in the it will be in the description box right or you can follow me on instagram at zimnyaka as well yes all on all it'll all be in the description join me i'm gorgeous flawless i'm joking oh my god she's actually not oh my god i'm horrendous she's rihanna flawless she's rihanna i'm really cute i'm sweet she and she has the best advice. <laughs> oh god, no. <laughs> no, 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 guys. Yeah, you guys. Have, but just remember, there's a dowry, so like, don't play <laughs> those games. And you negotiate. Actually, yeah, yeah no, I know. Like, don't DM. Yeah, don't DM. You come to us. <laughs> no, no one will play. No one. Will play. That's. <laughs>